What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So there's some news coming out of Chicago, Southside, that the White Sox slugger Eloy Jimenez has been cleared to begin a minor league rehab assignment this weekend. So this is, this is obviously big news because a lot of the regulars for the White Sox have been dropping like flies ever since Jimenez started off in spring training. He ruptured his pectoral tendon. He's yet to play this year. First, you know, some people thought he'd be out for the year. Then they said four or five months. Now he seems to be on his way back for major league action, you know, relatively soon. I mean, minor league rehab assignments can last up to 30 days. So it doesn't necessarily mean Jimenez is going to be back with the Sox in the very near future. But it really does place a clock on his return to the roster. I mean, assuming all goes well with the rehab, he's... Really on track to return on the more optimistic end of the four to five month recovery period that that everyone was told back on March 30th when he had that surgery. It's going to be a really welcome development for the White Sox. You know, they've been hammered by injuries, like I said. In addition to Jimenez, it's Luis Robert, Nick Madrigal, Yasmani Grandal. I mean, yeah, so Robert had a grade three hip flexor strain in May that came with a 12 to 16 week recovery period so that's three to four months from may that would put him at what august to september madrigal's done for the year yasmani grandal just underwent surgery to repair a tendon in his knee this past week so they've been they've lost some of their best players for half the season or more but somehow the white Sox have have been able to they've been able to play well i mean they've run away with the al central but it's a pretty weak division this year I mean, the Twins are their rival, and the Twins have been probably baseball's most disappointing team in 2021. The Indians have lost their top three starters to injury, and they've plummeted in the standings. So, yeah, I mean, then you have Kansas City that really hasn't been winning on the field either, and the Tigers are, are, are still trying to rebuild. So not to detract from what the White Sox have accomplished, but very few people would have been surprised to see them fall away with all the injuries, but they've just been able to able to to still win really and the front office definitely deserves credit for that bringing in some veterans like brian goodwin helping to stabilize the outfield he's been decent you know in his first you know 20 plus games and a deep farm system i mean they called up gavin sheets they called up jake berger both those guys have hit the ground running in their big league debuts so and then you know the the pitching staff for the white Sox has really been their backbone for success I mean, spearheaded by Lance Lynn and then a huge breakout year by Carlos Rodon. White Sox starting pitchers ranked seventh in the majors in ERA. So, I mean, the, the general thought has been that the White Sox are going to try to get some outfield and second base help in these next few weeks leading up to the deadline. But the fact that Eloy Jimenez is already on his way back and could be in the lineup by early August, maybe that could change the strategy they might not have to give up any prospects or anything since they have Eloy coming back in a few weeks so maybe they'll just they'll just focus on the infield acquisition you know there was some chatter about them getting Trevor Story you know they've been linked to Adam Frazier they've been linked to Eduardo Escobar as well so that's kind of what's going on in Chicago with the White Sox and some other injuries that have you know popped up over the past couple of days that I didn't mention Kershaw is on the injured list with a forearm, with, with with an inflamed forearm, forearm inflammation, however you want to say it. Sixto Sanchez underwent shoulder surgery. And um, 
yeah, unfortunately, he's out for the year. It's going to season season ending shoulder surgery. He had a small tear in his posterior capsule of his right shoulder. They're hoping he'll be ready for spring training next year. So those are kind of like some injury notes and, you know, a, a big note with Eloy Jimenez on his way back. Let's get into some highlights from last night. So the Cubs-Cardinals met up. You know, that's a friendly rivalry over there. It's a rivalry, but, you know, we call it a friendly rivalry. It's one of the more tame ones in baseball. The Cubs won yesterday, 10-5. And um, Mr. Kyle Hendricks, he was he was great. He was great. Um, this dude was not named an all-star, but, I mean, he picked he pitched a heck of a game yesterday. And he's been pretty good this season. Six and a third with two earned runs yesterday. Only one strikeout. You know, that's what he does. He gets contact gets ground balls, and he's able to keep his team in the game. Cubs get plenty of offense, but a home run off – sorry, a home run by Patrick Wisdom was was uh, the big blow. He's been really good this year. I need to talk more about this dude. So two for five, two ribbies. He's now hitting 279 with a 973 OPS and 12 home runs on the year. He's definitely in the conversation for National League Rookie of the Year. We'll move over to New York where the Mets beat – they beat up on the pot, Pirates, Pirates, not the Padres, the Pirates. I mean, the Pirates are not the worst team in baseball this year. They're a little better than they were last year. But yesterday was a Francisco Lindor Grand Slam. That was the big exclamation point. I mean, you had Pete Alonso and Lindor. Alonso threw on homer, Lindor Grand Slam. Those were the, the really big blasts as the Mets put up a 13 spot. But Jonathan VR also hit two home runs in the game. Taiwan Walker continued to be pretty good. Uh, you know, he's been actually very good this year. But yesterday, five innings, two earned runs. And, you know, the Mets the Mets got a great start out of him and a great night out of their lineup. We moved to Houston where we had the first game back in Houston for the New York Yankees. Their first game back since the 2019 ALCS. They returned to Houston with a three-hit shutout. That's exactly what they needed. Three-hit shutout, great pitching. Uh, Nestor Cortez, four and two-thirds with two strikeouts and the bullpen, Lucky Green and Loazaga finishing it off. They won this game f- score 4 nothing. Not much going offensively for the Houston Astros. They just couldn't really get much going against the Yankees pitching. If we move out to Miami, though, so the Braves won 5 nothing, but Ronald Acuna Jr. was hit again. So he was hit again. I mean, it was... It looked pretty intentional, but obviously he's going to be irked by it. This dude has been hit by the Marlins seemingly almost every series they play for the last three years. So you can understand his frustration, but, you know, at least his team was able to get the victory. Charlie Morton was great. Seven shutout innings, seven strikeouts. He's been really good for the Braves. I think he's out there on a one-year deal, and they beat the Marlins by a score of 5 nothing. If we move to Milwaukee, so the Reds took on the Brewers and you know this game was 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 kind of close actually so um I mean there were there there was a bit of a I think there was a no hitter alert on this game for some time if I'm not mistaken or maybe I'm thinking of someone else I think I'm thinking of the other game I think I'm thinking of the, the uh the Oakland and you know Rangers game but Wade Miley was the guy in this game so eight shutout innings four strikeouts and then Heath Hembry came in to close the game two nothing. Reds victory over Milwaukee. This is obviously against a good Milwaukee team. Good Milwaukee team, but um, great pitching from from Wade Miley. That's what got this job done. And then, uh, you know, I, I talked, I just alluded to the 
Rangers and A's game. But um, it wasn't an, it ended up being a no hitter. I mean, the Rangers entered the sixth inning of last night's game with no hits, but then they left that inning with four hits and a one run lead. Um, and they would never relinquish that lead. They would win by his final score of three to two. Adolis Garcia, um, yeah, continues to do big things. Continues to do big things. Two RBIs for him yesterday, and um, pretty decent pitching from Jordan Lyles. Six innings of two-run ball for the Rangers. Moving up to Anaheim, of course, we have to make our obligatory Shohei Otani mention. Uh, Otani homered, monster blast, 463 feet to the upper deck, his 33rd of the year. But the Angels did not win. The Mariners won this game by score 7-3. Mitch Hanniger has been heating up. I mean, he, he really has been. He could be on the move ahead of the trade deadline. This is someone that they might you know, they might deal. Two for four with four RBIs yesterday. He had his 20th home run of the year. Obviously a big, big time bat when he's healthy. Uh, he's just had a really unlucky string of injuries over the past few years. But I think some teams looking for bats at the deadline definitely could use this guy. But that's where we stand. That's basically the gist of what happened yesterday. And that's going to do for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.